Well, welcome to the next episode of our podcast, Indiana is Ag plus Bio plus Science. It is presented by Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast where we have in-depth conversations with leaders, innovators, entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector. It is the sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology all converge. And this week, excited to sit down with Tom Bratton. Tom is CEO of Medallion Partners. And uh, Tom, welcome to the podcast. Great to be here. Thank you, Gary. Uh, first of all, give us the, uh, the, the thumbnail sketch. Of, I want to talk about your background and how you got to where you are because it's, it's very interesting. But uh, Medallion Partners, uh, give us an idea of the business model and what uh, Medallion is all about. So started Medallion about 14 years ago. And really, the, the creation was the idea that we help companies and help people with their careers and their business models. And so many times we were helping companies understand what transformation that was affecting them or how they could create transformation within their organization to really grow and expand. We were doing M&A work. We were doing innovation modeling. We were helping them with their overall strategy that then ended up up coming into their organizational design. Ultimately, what happened there was, is they said, well, now that we have this organizational design, who's going to run this? Who's going to do this work? And so we ended up building up a pretty substantial executive search practice. Uh, our special sauce there is really that we spend time not only on the technical requirements of what the job needs or that new transformation needs, we spend an immense amount of time on the cultural fit and the leadership dynamics that are required for that long-term success and that ultimate win when you do bring in somebody new uh, based against that original strategy that you've developed. So mm-hmm. we spend an enormous amount of time solving business needs with people, uh, not necessarily worried about flipping resumes or filling specs on roles. It's about that, that ultimate win for the company. Your path uh, to Medallion uh, was really in the, uh, the corporate world, uh, big Fortune 500 companies. Talk a little bit about your background, your experience, and how uh, that led you uh, perhaps to, uh, to start Medallion. So it's interesting. I, I had no experience in ag, for sure. Um, worked in major companies like Gillette and Clorox and Technicolor. And what you realize when you reflect on some of those things, and even what I'm trying to accomplish now in my career, uh, it's all about great people, great teams. And so as I think about all the big brands, all the wonderful offices I was able to work in, Paris, Hong Kong, San Francisco, Boston, and then Angie and I decided it was time to come home to Indiana, it was fascinating to see how much we could do working with Medallion and bringing a lot of those learnings to bear and really helping companies in a variety of ways. Uh, So for me in my career, those training, those corporate experiences have created a wonderful foundation, not only for myself, but the team we've built at Medallion to really get in and dig in with those business issues at many companies, large multi-billion dollar public companies, all the way to privately held companies that might be 20 or $30 million who are trying to emerge to the next level. So for us, that ability to serve people is our primary objective and leveraging what we've learned along the way, both in business and in career has been vital to our success so far. Interested in your perspective, uh, having uh, worked around the world, then coming back home to to Indiana, and and your your take on um, where Indiana is now from a business standpoint, and and in, in particular the ag bioscience space, maybe compared to previously when you were here before, have, have things changed? They've definitely changed. That's for certain. I went to college here in Indianapolis, grew up in Anderson, Indiana, which was great. The evolution of our community is incredible. Uh, I would say that I might be the best storyteller about the evolution of some of these areas of our world um, and what in Indiana and what has happened. 
um, primarily because nobody moves more people to Indiana as a firm like like us than Medallion. And so that aspect of being able to pull somebody from a Boston, from a Boulder, from a Paris, from a Singapore, and get them to truly understand the benefits of what Indiana is all about. We tend to be a pretty humble people, as you well know. And so that dynamic of telling our story, uh, we take a big part in that in our role to make sure that the, the Indiana story is well told from the wonderful companies, the tremendous connections, the humility that allows us to really want to help people. Uh, people love being in Indiana when they get here. It's funny how you can sometimes switch the story from, man, I'm not sure I can be, I've never been in Indianapolis before. When you switch the story, when you get them on premise and you get them to meet the amazing talent that's here and the amazing opportunities associated, particularly in ag biosciences, it changes everything. And the game increases substantially when we do that. Yeah, what is the story that, that, that you tell? Because I agree. I mean, I think it's a great story to tell. And whether you talk to convention people or other people, they say, once we get people here, they love it. But sometimes it's getting people to Indiana, getting, getting them actually to physically get here and experience things. What's that, that story, in, in your view, uh, about the Indiana, in particular the ag bioscience space now? Yeah, I think there's a few things we talk about, and we try to make it appealing to the, to the person themselves and where they are in their career arc. Uh, and there's aspects of that career arc that are important, whether that's their, what they're trying to master in terms of their, their career and their profession, what they're trying to accomplish in terms of their freedoms, their personal freedoms, what they're willing to give up and what, they're willing, what they want to get, as well as their legacy, ultimately, of what their work means and how they're going to have that legacy mean something beyond them. When you bring them to Indiana and you show them the different tool sets that are available, whether it's the unheard of, in some cases, human health, life sciences scenarios of how big we are, the infrastructure that's associated with our university networks, the availability of capital in certain respects, uh, and growing in that respect, and the opportunity to bring diverse thinking to an arena that has not had, let's say, immense amounts of diverse thinking in the past, the opportunities start to illuminate themselves, especially when you get to what is our biggest trait, which is our wonderful, humble, authentic leadership we have in this community who ultimately want to want to get the best done uh, for whatever their mission is, whether you're a human health company, an ag biosciences company, or other, uh, that authenticity piece really pays off when they get here. And, and generally, we get people to stick and stay mm-hmm. uh, when we do that well. Yeah. Um, as you know, one of the key pillars for Agrinovus is uh, building talent for that 21st century ag bioscience uh, sector. Um, you know, I've heard it described as almost like a life cycle. Uh, you have to help young people discover ag bioscience careers, help emerging professionals advance in their careers, and you have to bring a seasoned post-career talent back as well into the pipeline to share their expertise and guidance. Do you see it that way as kind of an eco ecosystem? For sure. There's no doubt about it. I mean, not only in terms of the the rubric of what we might call succession planning and making sure we have sustainability over time of these industries, but as you contemplate the idea that we have different businesses in different levels of their life cycle. You have an emerging startup who's got wonderful younger generation trying to get something done. They're dying for somebody who has some experiences on where they're going and what, the, what they've been there, done that. So that combination of intergenerational relationship is quite powerful. On the opposite side, you have businesses that are fully formed, who are seemingly and maybe doing quite well, but could be doing better. They need an infusion of younger ideas, novel ideas, diverse ideas, ultimately, to continue to truly grow in the right way. That's why, ultimately, succession is great, but we really need innovation that comes off of these intergenerational activities across these life cycles you're talking about. 
do you sense that the talent needs in the ag bioscience space, uh, those needs are unique to, 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 to the space, or are there general themes that maybe cut across the ag biosciences, IT, uh, advanced manufacturing, those other industries that are strong in Indiana? I think generically speaking, they're very common. Um, the common words around you know, the cliches of war for talent and all the dynamics of that. We have our own special assignments here in Indiana to sort of overcome. I would say in ag biosciences, there's two features of that that probably stand out for me. And I'll go back to a couple of comments we just made. One is the humility piece. There's, I won't tell you how many times we've had multi-billion dollar companies in the ag bio space say, wait, we can really hire that person? They'll come to us? So that humility factor of who is the best in class that we can get, not just the best available, is we help them understand you can actually go get the best mm-hmm. in class by going out and make sure you tell your story properly, because mm-hmm. it's oftentimes undertold mm-hmm. in the marketplace. And these are massive missions in ag biosciences. Hey, let's feed the world, right? That's a, yeah. that's a wonderful thing that you can get somebody attached to correctly. Mm-hmm. That's powerful stuff, right? Mm-hmm. The second piece of this is, I would just say, somewhat based on the historical references of what agriculture is, there's a conservative nature associated to how fast can we change, how fast should we change. And so if we can continue to tweak that up as we're starting to see happen with precision ag and all the other parts of a safe and secure food chain, there's a lot of cool factors of why you should be in this space and maybe invest in it more aggressively than you are to date, which will, again, track talent to it in a new and different way. So those two pieces of the agricultural world, I think we're always working on with those clients. Tom Medallion Partners was a featured sponsor of the recent Agrinovus uh, Ag Plus Bio Plus Science Startup Showcase, which uh, focused on uh, really entrepreneurial talent uh, in the state. Talk about your thoughts, if you would, on on uh, how we support entrepreneurs uh, in Indiana. You know, our history, although we've we've got great entrepreneurs here, our history hasn't been to necessarily support entrepreneurs and innovators as much. I think that's changing. What's your take? Yeah, it is changing significantly. I think uh, uh, securing money in the world today is is better than it has been, but it's not where it needs to be. I think everybody would recognize that. I go back a little bit to the storytelling piece, the humility factor Mm -hmm. of this in terms of how much you can get people to really get excited I mean, how much more fun and as exciting is it to try and solve problems around, again, feeding the world Mm -hmm. versus the new text app or a great social networking platform? What redeeming quality is there? There's so much mission orientation to what we can accomplish if we get this right and get people to attach to it at very young ages. The second piece is I go back a little bit to that conservative nature in terms of the investment dollars. I would say in our community, we have some money in mattresses, uh, small bank accounts, if you will. Um, Even maybe a more specific attack on that in terms of how we unleash some activities is there's a lot of cool big companies in Indiana uh, or even in some of our universities where there are intellectual properties. There are micro businesses that are sitting on the shelf in these organizations that are not being invested in because they don't meet the investment threshold of the multi-billion dollar organization. Mm-hmm. My premise is, is we probably can kick out dozens, if not more, 10 to $50 million companies and put them in the hands of incubation based on the properties that have already been developed by those larger organizations. So those are sort of risk profiles mm-hmm. that now associate the, how do we mechanize that mm-hmm. with these wonderful new talents who are dying to get into solving people's real problems. Final question for you, and that's uh, kind of your your outlook, your vision uh, for where Indiana can go when it comes to the ag biosciences. Uh, a lot of progress, a lot of things have happened in the last couple of years. But as you look out five, ten plus years, where can Indiana be, and maybe what are some of the things um, that Indiana needs to do to to get there? 
I think the agendas that can be um, purposed together uh, in terms of some of these properties uh, that exist today. Beth and the Agronovas team is doing a tremendous job. They've moved the ball so far in terms of creating a common data point, a common discussion around what we can do to further this agenda of uh, building these businesses and creating new industries. Silicon Valley is not a place, it's a brand, right? So Beth is taking steps towards creating that here in Indiana. I think the stakeholders, particularly in our corporate environments and in our investment communities, getting around the table and, and challenging each other to up the game in terms of how we invest in this community, particularly in entrepreneurs, particularly in those, those micro businesses that exist, I think could be quite powerful. And it's almost a game of ante around the table when you get some of these big minds from some of these wonderful companies to think about that in a place way, not just their own P&L way. Tom Bratton is the CEO of Medallion Partners. Tom, thanks for being on the podcast. Fascinating uh, perspective. I know you're a very busy guy and very important to the, old, the whole ag bioscience movement here in Indiana. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. And thank you for joining us on this uh, latest edition of Ag Plus Bio Plus Science, presented by Agrinovas and Inside Indiana Business. And keep up to date with Agrinovas by following them on Twitter and Instagram at agrinovasin. Also, you can find them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks for joining us this week. I'm Gary Dick. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Libby Fritz and Joe Ullery, and was recorded on location at Launch Fishers. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.